Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network, presented by DraftKings. And part of the bonus or advantage of doing a show from a casino where the boys are, Amal Shaw, of course, Dustin Sweetelson, I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. Now, where the boys sit is they're at the D. Casino right there off Fremont Street in downtown Las Vegas. And in real time, just a few minutes before the show started, boys, a gentleman behind you won $24,000 hitting a royal flush on video poker. Can we find, do we see the gentleman, Dustin Amal? Do you see him? He's back at the machine. He's going at it again. He thinks there's a little bit more oil left in that rig. I actually want to know the strategy now. Do you switch machines or is the machine hot? Like, how does this work? does he, well, let's have an on-air conversation. Does he look like a super donk, or does he look like somebody that would be actually, now, can you see him in yeah. the pullback picture there? On t- Is that him right yeah, there? just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> Dustin, lean behind you in real time. Go, go to the wide shot. Lean behind you in real time and ask him, hey, how do you feel? Let's, let's get the wide shot. Okay, now hey, lean back and ask him. Can we ask you a question? We're on the air right now. How do you feel after hitting that royal? You are so calm. He said good. Why are you so calm? <laughs> he said, oh, you play all the time. Is that not your biggest hit ever? No. What's the biggest ever? 60 grand's his biggest hit ever in video 60? poker. 60? And you want a car Is he here? a native? Is he? Is he f- you live here? Oh, no. He's from out of town. He's from out of town. His biggest win is 60K, and he's won a car. For strategy purposes, do you yeah, play that ahead. machine till it lets you down, then move on to another one? So it goes backwards. You have a whole strategy, huh? You have a game plan. Okay, All mix right. it up. Well, hey, Dustin, tell him not to don't, tell him not to forget to to tip the entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That is freaking. Congratulations, awesome. man. All right, so that that was a pretty calm dude for just winning twenty four thousand dollars. I'm going to tell you right now. I wish you saw the reaction, Patrick. I mean, he was asking he was like, like yeah, "What's up? I'm going down to McDonald's. Do you want anything?" He's like, "Yeah, I'll take a fry." I Are mean, you sure he doesn't no owe twenty four thousand? If I won 24K, I don't think I'd have any clothes on right now in this place. <laughs> Dude, that, that is, the, the lady that came over for the payout was more excited. <laughs> I'm not joking. Yes. This guy this is my hero. I want to hang out with him tonight. That is, that's what we call a flatliner. I, sometimes that's the right disposition. So, so here's the only better. question is, like, how many more jackpots is he going to hit today? Like, I feel like there's another one coming in another casino. Yeah, he seemed like he was plotting his next move. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he didn't really have time for old Vison. He's doing the art of <laughs> the art of war of video poker. Yeah, Sun Tzu over here. <laughs> well, congratulations to homie twenty four k. A nice little score. Maybe that will that will boost us, buoy us here on Sharp Money for the next three hours and some good luck. We're gonna have our buddy Farley stop by, professional handicapper. Samich is on the way now. I will say this without giving it away: there is some drama. With with Samich and Dustin Sweetelson because they're supposed to have a dinner date coming up. Now, the operative word there, Amal Shaw, is supposed to. Now, it's, one of you is paying off a bet. Am I correct? Yeah, so I won a bet with him earlier in the year. I can't remember what game. And then I lost because I said 
that an undefeated Florida State would make the playoff over Alabama. He said Alabama was getting in over Florida State, and he was right. So you owe him. Wait, no, I, I said Florida State was getting in. He oh, said Alabama. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. Amal wasn't there. You missed it. Yeah. This was an all-timer from the big guy. <laughs> this was during the break, and Samich and I were very confident that Saban was going to get in. So we're yeah. just like, Dustin, there's no chance and remember, I Florida State's going to get in. Yeah. And we said it on the air. We went to the break, and Amal will understand exactly what I mean by this. We went to the break, and Dustin goes, I don't even care. I was just doing that for on air. He, <laughs> he got so angry, but, and then he pulled him. He snapped together really quick. Look at him smiling. You know you snapped together really quickly, and he's just like, yeah, anyway, boys, what's up? But you were so bitter with us in the moment. You well, were so bitter. I was also sitting on my ticket, and I thought you guys were being ridiculous, and I didn't think there was any chance it was going to happen because because we've look the the people who run that college football playoff are all ADs at Power Five schools. The, I did not think they were going to keep a Power Five undefeated conference champion out of the playoff, no matter what the circumstances were. And I have Alabama forty to one to win the national title, so it was going to make me feel twice as worse to hear you guys say they were going to make it and then they would miss it. Yeah, but you know who's more powerful than that donk committee? A guy named Nick Saban. <laughs> It's a fact. That is a fact. Don't ever forget it. Hey, did you guys see what he did? Just to talk about what a clown show it can be, college football. That's why we love it so much because it's the best drama. He just hired a guy named George oh, yes. Helen. Do you guys know who this is? Former Michigan you staffer. Do. He's the linebacking coach from Michigan, linebacker coach that got fired yeah. for insubordination with sign stealing. Nick Saban hired him before the bowl game. <laughs> I saw like, that and I was like, how smart was that move? It's a smart move, but it just shows you it's like pretending to care about culture or character or scruples or anything that adds up to being somebody that's on the straight and narrow. Saban's just like the guy that cheated for Michigan. Yes, we'll take him. Thank you. <laughs> First so of that all, we is need get, we need to get some signs in the future from Texas. We need to know what we need to do. We do have, yeah, exactly. We do have uh, Alabama, Michigan, by the way, a point and a half right now. That's coming up, not for another, what, 15, 16 days. Oh, uh, Texas and Washington. Texas is up to four. And we do have, what, eight bowl games tomorrow, boys, kicking off bowl season tomorrow? Yeah, I think we've got six. No, I, look, the only game that seems intriguing to me might be the morning game. And it was partially because we talked about it on this show with uh, Rourke transferring to Indiana for the Ohio Bobcats, Georgia Southern taking on Ohio. Uh, you've got also C.J. Harris, their second leading passer of the season out also. Uh, I, I have to tell you, Patrick, I don't know about you. On paper, UCLA, Boise looks good, Cal, Texas Tech, but I couldn't care less about these games. You don't know who's in, who's out, who's in the portal. It just seems like a complete disengagement from anybody who's a junior and above or anybody that can leave early. Yeah, I spent some time dissecting Miami of Ohio, App State, down in Florida tomorrow. I'll have a play there. Dustin, I know you got a couple of plays as well. So we'll get to the bowl season coming up in just a little bit. But we buried the lead because the gentleman behind us there hit for 24K with a royal flush. And that is, if you're just joining us here on Sharp Money, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, some news as Brandon Staley and Tom Telesco have been relieved of their jobs. No surprise. Uh, Brandon Staley, the Los Angeles Charger or former Charger head coach, uh, has been let go by the Spanos family. So that is going to become a very desirable job because of the Herbert connection at quarterback. Obviously, just one of 32. And when you're looking at the one of 32, you start with the quarterback position. I'm just pulling up the details. It was embarrassing. And we talked about it in our handicap yesterday a little bit, boys with the human element where obviously the Raiders were still playing for Pierce very much. And whether it's conscious or subconscious, that was a team that had given up on Brandon Staley after the blowout loss, 63 to 21. So Staley out Tom Telesco is out as well. That's a little bit more surprising because he's been with the Spanos family. I don't know if you have it. I'm all or Dustin. I don't know if you have how long, but Telesco has been running that organization. It has to be 10, 15 years. Yeah. He, He's been around, as you said, for a long time. And what surprised me was that they've had good success in terms of what they've been drafting. And he, you're absolutely right. This was his 11th season. Started back in 2013. So a little bit of a surprise that he was ousted there. But um, I guess they wanted the clean house. And by the way, I don't know if the rumor is true or not. I saw Ben Johnson in Los Angeles shopping for houses. Yeah, he Ben Johnson's going to be on the list. 
Belichick's going to be tied to every job. The D.C. job, so the commander job for Belichick is going to be, obviously, because his dad coached near there as well. Uh, there's going to be ties to the commanders once Rivera gets fired. It's interesting. With Staley, the Spanos family is saying, we're trying to figure out what we have in-house. With the commanders and the new ownership group, they're keeping Rivera because it's good for the draft position. Rivera's going to continue to lose, and so it's a little bit of a technicality there. Let's just get to what happened last night. So let me lay this out for you, boys. The Raiders hit rock bottom on Sunday when they scored zero points against Minnesota in a three to nothing loss. So they hit rock bottom and then they hit the top four days later, which was last night, 63, 21 beat down of the chargers, 63 points. So zero to 63 sounds like a car commercial, but it's the Raiders. That's the most points scored in Raiders history. That's the third most by a team in the Super Bowl era. That's the most in prime time, seven touchdowns on offense, two touchdowns for the Raiders on defense, 35 points off takeaways, which is tied for the most this century. They had a 42-0 halftime lead, which is tied for the second largest halftime lead in NFL history. And they had scored 46 points, the Raiders, in the last four games combined and scored 63 off of scoring zero. That was incredible last night. It was actually a fascinating game. Obviously, the total there at 36. We should give credit to our buddy. Um, who am I thinking of? Our buddy that came Mike on and Randall. said that was his. Mike Randall, out of nowhere, a Charger team that didn't have an offensive identity with a backup quarterback, a Raiders team that had just scored nothing against Minnesota with a backup quarterback, obviously. He said his model said this is the biggest uh, inefficiency as far as 16 points on top of the 36. He said, go over. We were all just like, go over Chargers Raiders, and it ends up being what? 84 points scored. What a wild game. Yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you what, the one thing, and you could see but midway through the game that uh, Brandon Staley was going to be out. It looked like there was zero effort from this Chargers team. The Raiders were playing like they had a playoff opportunity on the line. Uh, they're obviously still not out of contention at 6-8, and eight, but you just don't necessarily feel like they're going to be able to get in. But give Mike Randall a ton of credit. What an offensive explosion. But, Patrick, I tend to look at this in a positive way. Raiders are averaging 31.5 points over their last two games. The offense is really flourishing. And, by the way, how about the two uh, – who is it, Jenkins on the fumble return for the touchdown? Holy cow, have you guys ever seen anyone run slower in the history of football on a play? I mean, I was like, there is zero effort from the Chargers if you can't catch this guy. I mean, it, it was unbelievable on the return by Jenkins. Staley had the look of a dude that was on a horrific hinge date. And he was waiting for the the date to end and the bill to come, but it just she just kept on talking and talking, and now we're talking about her family. And he just wanted to get out of there, out of Vegas. We'll come back and talk about the game last night. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut. 
Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, check out the betting split straight from DraftKings. Updated every five minutes over at vsin.com slash splits. Money and bets for every game. Today's games and future events as well. Added to the arsenal. Again, vsin betting splits. This is vsin, the sports betting network. It's Sharp Money presented by DraftKings. I'm Al Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. As we welcome you back, we're going to welcome in our good buddy Chris Farley, professional handicapper at Farley Bets. On Twitter's killing it this year, 61% on sides. He's got one, two, three plays for us officially. You can also read Mr. Farley at sportswagers.ca. Chris, how are we feeling? Good to see you. I'm feeling great, my man. I'm uh, apparently I'm trying to match with you, Patrick. Uh, I got a little bit of the tan beige thing going on. <laughs> well, you know, I could use though, was a little more hair. I need I need <laughs> to flip back action going on. I don't Gonna, I could I use a little, mine, mine is an Afro. Trust me. You don't want this mop or whatever. <laughs> hell. I'm glad we coordinated at the text message worked before the show. Okay. Yes. Let's um, what it's almost like there's a lesson in last night because a team that gets shut out then four days later, of course, they're going to drop their franchise record and points scored. But that was, that was a wild ride last night. Is there anything? It kind of had preseason vibes, Chris. Is there anything you take away from the Raiders 63-21 beatdown of the Chargers? Well, uh, first of all, I'm glad I didn't have an official play for that game. I just felt like stay as far away from possible <laughs> as possible in 63-21, to I think. Uh, I don't think anyone could have predicted that. But, you know, I think it. I think we're probably two seasons overdue with Brandon Staley being gone, but um, you know, nothing against the human, but I didn't see any, I don't think right. anybody saw any changes on that team throughout his tenure. Uh, you know, defensive mind didn't really go anywhere with that. And, you know, I, I think it's kind of a, a nice dichotomy too, right? Cause you got Antonio Pierce on the other side, a former player, a motivator, clearly the guys respond to him. I don't know if the guys ever responded to Brandon Staley. And, and that's a huge part of of being a great coach in the NFL, right? So kind of glad that that tenure is over and hopefully the new Raiders tenure is going to be better in the future. Chris, when you look at a blowout like that, do you take a look at that Chargers team next week and say, hey, either they're going to be completely disengaged like they were last night or it's an opportunity now with the change at the head coaching position that will kind of get an upcharge with them in this next matchup? It would, it would be easier if we still had Justin Herbert, I think, in that kind of situation. You know, I, I haven't seen enough from Easton Stick, uh, you know, to know if he's going to be formidable. I certainly look at teams to respond, especially if it was, you know, if it if it wasn't a coach that they appreciated um, who was fired, like, in other words, Josh McDaniels, right? There was a lot of reports coming out of the locker room about uh, he was just kind of, uh, you know, stuffy with the players, you know, a little bit of like an egomaniac. Uh, so, you know, teams and players who are still professionals, by the way, tend to respond after someone like that leaves. I'm not so sure about this Chargers organization. I think it's deeper. There's more problems than we realize. Um, but I, I actually don't know who they face next week. But, of course, it also depends on their opponent. Uh, I just got a text from Josh McDaniels. He said, tell Chris, thank you for saying <laughs> I'm a little bit of an egomaniac. That is, that is the nicest thing that's been said about Josh McDaniels in a long time. All right, let's talk about a game. And this is why you're a pro. And I think it's interesting because you look at, and we're talking motivation, Washington, it appears Rivera's on his way out, coming off a bye, a team that really doesn't have much to play for. But you're actually going to play them this week against a Rams team, obviously, that has a lot to play for. You're catching six and a half here, Chris. Tell us why. Yeah, this was the line that stood out the most when I looked at the opening lines on Sunday. And, you know, I mean, first of all, that's always a lesson, right? If you're, if you're doing this long enough, um, if something in your gut is like, wait a second, that, that feels a little bit off. Maybe you listen to that. And, you know, just two weeks ago, these Rams 
were only field goal favorites at home against a Browns team who we didn't know who they were playing at quarterback that week, right? Like later in the week, we knew there was Joe Flacco. Didn't necessarily feel that great about Joe Flacco playing in his first game uh, after a long layoff, right? And, you know, the Rams took care of business. But now suddenly, I guess the market feels really strongly about the Rams. I know that the commanders aren't a very good team, but they have been pretty good on the road this year. Something like 4-1 and one against the spread. Sorry if that's not exactly right. But they're a winner on the road this season. And now you're, you know, you're, you're thinking about players who know they're not going to make the playoffs. Guys like Sam Howell, of still a very talented team who, you know, they have been pretty productive, especially in the passing game this year. And now they're playing for their contracts, right? They're playing for their future in the NFL. Ron Rivera, I'm not sure what to think about his situation, but I don't know, six and a half, seven points is a lot of points for a team coming off a bye as well. Rams have been playing really well. Matthew Stafford playing really well but it also profiles as kind of a sleepy spot for the Rams, right? They, they've had to get up the last few weeks and play really hard. Not a tougher spot in the NFL than at Baltimore across the country, and they played really well in that one. Overtime game on top of it. So I think there's just a lot of factors coming together for this to be a, a closer game than we think. Let's go to a great matchup on Sunday in Buffalo between the Cowboys and the Bills. Line started at two, now up to two and a half. Chris, it's my understanding you like Buffalo here. Uh, are you concerned at all? It seems like the whole world is on Buffalo this weekend. Yeah, it does seem like that, well, at least in the Sharper community, right? Because if you're a public better, you're looking at what the Cowboys have, have done recently, right? Uh, whether they decimated the Eagles, and here you turn around and they're an underdog somehow. But, um, uh, you know, maybe most people know this, but if you look at the Cowboys at home and on the road, you know, we could just stand here and say how they've been blowing a lot of teams out. But that happens at home. You know, the Cowboys are scoring half the points on the road that they are at home, around 40 points per game at home, around 20 points per game on the road. They've had a few clunkers. And listen, if you're Dak Prescott, if you want to win MVP, if you're the deserving MVP, I just tweeted this out, go up to Orchard Park, put on a show, right? And, and, and really, at least don't be the reason why the Cowboys lose this game. But this is going to be really tough. I mean, it is Orchard Park. It's outside on grass. They haven't played well on grass either. And this Buffalo Bills team is, is just playing really well. Josh Allen may be making a stake for himself as the league MVP heading into this game. I mean, his, you know, his, his highs are just so high. They seem so much higher than any other player right now. Bills just playing hard. They're more desperate, certainly. I know the Cowboys want to get you know, in the best possible position that they can. But I, I think the market is right in this one. You know, we, we've seen this budge a little bit, but the Bills deserve to be the favorite. It's a, it's a raucous home environment. The crowd's going to be amped. I think we might see a DeMar Hamlin sighting this week, and they actually kind of need him to play as their safety group is, you know, starting to um, get a, a little decimated by injuries as well. So, again, a lot of factors coming together for the Bills. Wouldn't be surprised at all if the Cowboys still won this game, but I think smart money is on the Bills here in the spot. You can see that tweet at Farley Betts. Chris Farley joins us here. Let's talk about the Jags. You are, I believe, Baltimore-based, so probably a good, pretty good read on what Baltimore's doing right now, and they're headed to Jacksonville. You can find a three-and-a-half, so I'll give you a three-and-a-half with the Jags here, Chris. Yeah, three-and-a-half three is out there, uh, still at some books. I mean, you know, listen, this is getting to be a more desperate spot for these Jaguars, and I just I tend to trust Doug Peterson in these spots, right? Uh, the Colts now, uh, in addition to the Texans, are, are only one game back on the Jaguars. Jaguars head back home after two really tough defeats, um, you know, both by the AFC North as well. Uh, you know, I, that was just a really, really tough spot up there in, in Cleveland last week with Trevor Lawrence coming off that ankle injury. And I actually think, I, I know that he, th he threw three picks. You know, Zay Jones, maybe not the best option for as many times as he was thrown to him, but I, I think it was a pretty valiant performance up there in Cleveland with the weather as crazy as it is and they came pretty close now they go back home and these Ravens are a very good team you know don't I'm not, I'm not trying to say that they're not right but the Ravens are, are kind of getting by by the skin of their teeth too right they got beat by the Browns a few weeks ago Joe Burrow uh, is you know out of the game so they win that one uh, you know they squeaked by last week against the Rams in overtime thanks to a pump return touchdown I, I don't know guys I mean I, I just think that the Baltimore Luck factor kind of has to run up a little bit here. Jaguars, again, very desperate, very motivated. You're getting a field goal and a hook. That's over a very crucial key number. Uh, I'm going to take the Jaguars at home. 
Chris, when you look at the AFC landscape right now, give me the teams, one or two teams that you really would bet on right now in the futures market to come out of the AFC, because it seems like you could make a compelling argument for multiple teams. As the AFC winner? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if the Bills win this weekend, um, you talk about momentum, right? Like we, we know in psychology that momentum, uh, you know, it increases the, or, or it, it can make people perform way better than they usually would, right? And the Bills are already performing so well. They have a, a lot of momentum right now. Um, and if they get that win this week, now they're, they're really starting to creep up on the Dolphins. They have to face the Dolphins again um, at the back end of their schedule here. Uh, I, I just think watch out for the Bills. I think this is the game that they have to get through. Really tough schedule to end the season. But if the Bills get through the Cowboys this week and they have Miami ahead, it's going to be a really interesting, really, really interesting ending, guys. And don't sleep on those Bengals either. I know Joe Burrow's gone. He's still hey. on the sideline. Great, great culture there in the Bengals, guys. Jake Browning kind of frisky, too. Yeah, we like it. Well, listen, I agree with you on the Bills. I, I feel like Kansas City was their hurdle. And you could tell they kind of, in the locker room after, they felt like, okay, they could exhale a little bit. It'll be interesting. Chris Farley, uh, Merry Christmas and happy holidays to you and the fam. I want to make sure I get the plug in for Farley here. It is sportswagers.ca, at FarleyBets on Twitter. Thank you, Chris. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much, guys. Merry Christmas. Appreciate you, guys. Merry okay, Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well. We're going to come back. More bull season talk here. Sharp money. We've got Samich, who's got a billion bets coming up in about a half hour. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, VSIN pros, if you're not one, you can become part of the team for $9.99 right now at vsin.com slash subscribe. Get the pro tools, pro picks at a glance, and pro tips. Everything we offer for $9.99 for the first month right now, vsin.com slash subscribe. And just a second to let you know about a free service, which is our VEASAN daily, you go to VEASAN.com right now, enter your email address. It's kind of the primer for your betting day. We get you set up with all the links, everything you need to know, you need to know the pertinent information and uh, the special mascot, you will say, Bill AD is the headliner there. So make sure you check that out, our fearless leaders over with the VEASAN daily. Okay, we got you back. We're going to get into three-point stance. I'm Shaw. I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, Dustin Sweetelson. We've got Samich coming up in just a little bit. And I will warn you, my man has been on a new kick lately. And his new kick right now is he's betting a lot of face-offs in the NHL. So odds on face-off, he's going to get in to some of those coming up. He's got the Rangers to win the opening face-off tonight. We'll get into his strategy when handicapping face-offs in the NHL. I see just a plethora, myriad of plays for um, Samich coming up in just about 29 minutes. But right now, it's time for your NFL news here on Sharp Money. It's three-point stance. The top stories in football. Every single day. I saw son. I saw. This is three point stance. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fired. On Sharp Money. Go play intramurals, brother. Okay, we told you, big guy, at the onset of today's program that Brandon Staley has been fired by the Chargers. Now, I'm not going to discredit what you're saying about Herbert. I will tell you that maybe you're right. Maybe he had something to do with it. But I think we would all agree that he, it's a very desirable job because Herbert's so young, so you have something to build around. It, you're going to live in Los Angeles. It, you don't have the pressure you would if you're the Rams coach, even though there's not a ton of pressure there either. The Chargers don't matter. They don't resonate at all in Los Angeles. The Spanos family is cheap. They'll keep you around. Ask Norv Turner. Ask many others. So it's all good. Now, as far as the next candidate, before we get into your first story here, big guy, obviously Bill Belichick's going to be, his name is going to be tied to every open job because when he is canned or when they quote-unquote mutually part ways, he and the crafts, he's going to want to continue coaching. He is 71 years old. My assumption is, fellas, it's going to come down to how much power he can have at the next stop, but he has proven not to be a great talent evaluator, maybe a very great, he's a great coach, obviously. Uh, offshore accounts have him as the favorite to be the next Chargers count, Chargers really? coach. I, I uh, there's a guy who's number two. I don't know who he is, legitimately. Well, who is who it? Who is it? Uh, Frank Smith. 
Is that a made-up name? <laughs> Frank, someone sneak Frank a made-up name? Who is Are Frank you Smith? doing that to test us on a Friday? I don't know who Frank Smith is. Who's Frank Smith? He's the OC. He runs the, the Trader Joe's down the street here in Hermosa. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Who is Frank Smith? I don't know. What does it say next to his name? Is he he's assistant? The o- it says four to one next to his name. <laughs> he's a Miami OC. Okay. <laughs> and then if you uh, say so. I get the impression Mike McDaniel has a little bit to do with that offense. And yeah. you, you, maybe the fact that Mike McDaniel has never looked up from the play sheet yet <laughs> as the head coach of the Dolphins. He actually doesn't know the, how the play looked until he watches it on film because he's figuring out what the next play is at all times. Yes. I think uh, Ben Johnson is obvious. Ben Johnson's going to be everybody's number one. He's 37. He's the Lions offensive coordinator. He was given a boatload of money after last season to stick around in uh, Detroit. And all the reason he did is he did something smart. He's like, look, I'm a kid still in the head coaching parlance of the world. Why not learn for another year, get paid as much as any assistance getting paid in the league. And then I can have my choice coming out of that year. He's a great offensive mind. That's good with quarterbacks. And you know, Herbert would seemingly be somebody he would be excited to work with. Yeah, I would agree with you. There are a couple factors with Belichick going to Los Angeles potentially. Does he want to live in LA? That's the first question and consideration. The second thing is I think he'd be excited to have somebody like Justin Herbert and I think the Spanoses would be enamored by a name like that for their for their uh, company, right? The Chargers. But at the same time, you said it earlier, Patrick. Josh Harris, the new owner in Washington. Bill Belichick is from Annapolis, Maryland. It would make perfect sense for him to be in the nation's capital there. So uh, it, it'll be an interesting scenario in terms of where it winds up. To me, right now, don't know all the jobs that are going to be open, but I still think the Chargers are the most attractive opening in the NFL. You have a franchise quarterback. I don't know how how many other jobs are going to open up where you can say that, and I think that's the difference with the Chargers. All right. Anything else on that big guy? I do have a few more names. Let's see. The enemy's name's being discussed, 54. He's the current commander's OC. It, it just hasn't worked. I mean, yeah, I, I guess – go ahead. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd say on this list, though, the, the issue I see of the names listed is – they need to hire an offensive coach. Like you can't, you can't do this to Justin Herbert. Like we're watching what's happening with Justin Fields as well. Get him a freaking offensive mastermind that can come up with something creative and a way to get the most out of him. Look to me, if we're not talking about like who's on the roster already, Dan Quinn's the hire. Dan Quinn has done oh, nothing no. but been incredible at, at dialing up that Dallas defense. He had enough success as the Falcons head coach. You feel like he's a guy who's probably learned from some of his mistakes there at the end that got him fired. He's a guy who deserves another shot. But you cannot hire him if you're the Los Angeles Chargers. You have a franchise quarterback that is yet to reach his potential. You need to get someone who can get that out of him. Bobby Slowick, that's the other name. That's He's 36. He's the Texans OC, what he's done with the rookie. That name has been bantied about. I don't disagree with you, Dustin. Like, you're a hun- a 1,000% right. There is no reason not to give Dan Quinn a job. Why is it that I would never hire him? I don't know why. <laughs> it's just don't. I just feel like he's a donk. Well, I don't know. How, I, there's nothing I can say. It feels like he's a big motivational, like put a poster on the wall and point to it type of dude. No, he's know. he. You know what he is? He's a lot like Mike McCarthy, the head coach of the Cowboys, right? Like. I think he'll always have you in contention to win the division. You'll always be a good football team. But can you win a Super Bowl with him? Probably not. Just probably not. Well, I mean, they were up 20, what was it, 27, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28, Look, I think at this point, so many owners are desperate to win that if it's the right fit, you're going to take a shot with the guy. And then Lincoln Riley's the last one that intrigues me. Lincoln Riley, you you think he wants to stay at USC? You think he wants to go to the Big Ten? You think he's looking forward to playing in in Iowa in November? (laughs) Riley's interesting just because I don't think I don't. from what I hear here in Los Angeles, I don't think he's interested in the politics. He didn't realize Norman, Oklahoma is very different than Los Angeles. And now that he's here, it's like it's it's getting awkward 
he may just want to give up on the recruiting and all that because he he doesn't have an offensive front. He doesn't have a defensive front. That's going to be an issue. And also, on. like, sell high on yourself. Like, this, is, I know his Q rating is actually low at the moment, but if someone's willing to pay on the high end of what your value used to be, sell high because uh, I think you're overrated as a head coach, Lincoln Riley. But do you, would you really take the chance with a college head coach? I mean, how many of them fail if, compared to the ones that are oh, successful? Oh, I'm not saying it's a good hire, but yeah. I could see the Spanos family thinking they could get oh. a discount on them. Hey, we don't have to pay your moving costs, right? Because you're already in the – you'll just stay in the same area? Spanos family, this funny you said moving. Didn't they, like, make their money off of moving companies? Oh, really? Maybe. I thought they I were – were they hotels up. or no? I've, are they I've, two men in a truck? <laughs> Let's make it three. Let's go. Sup? Trivia? I graduated with the kid that's dad started two men in a truck. No. Really? High school or college? <laughs> he was and he, he and his dad both donks. It gives you hope. You can make it in this world. <laughs> like if you met the dad, he was a mouth breather. Good dude. Um uh, they owned uh, apartment complexes in 18 states. Wow. See, it's not far off. Moving company, owning apartments, kind of the same thing. Spanos family. Next move Stockton. will be fascinating. Who's that? I said Spanos is originally from Stockton. I think they're associated with University of Pacific. But uh, we'll see. I, I don't know. I, to me, you got to get an offensive-minded guy. Ben Johnson seems like the ideal fit based on what he's been able to do with Jared Goff. And Jared Goff, to me, is light years behind talent-wise compared to Justin Herbert. All right, we shall see. It'll be fascinating to see what happens with your boy Belichick because it's uh, it's not Tom Curran's not reporting that if he's not on his way out. It doesn't matter what happens from here on out. Who wants? It's like somebody's going to get caught up in it. Somebody's yes. going to pay him, but he's going to be seventy-two years old. Poll right now. Do you believe Bill Belichick is worthy of getting another head coaching gig? Right worthy? worthy? He's not worthy. Well, there's a difference between worthy and will he. Yeah, no, he's not worthy, but he will. No, no, he, no, he is worthy based on resume. Yeah. Of course he is. No, he's. Would no. you want to hire him? No chance. The only thing he's worthy of doing right now is retiring. He's not worthy of another job. It's over. Motivational speaking? <laughs> oh, he, he'd be great at that. Be a real, be a picture book. Not a lot of words. More three-point stance. NFL news next. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. TIKA.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, it's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. This is Sharp Money presented by DraftKings on a Friday. Happy holidays as we welcome you in. Final hour of the week here on the program. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. They're sitting in lucky seats as the gentleman that was sitting at video poker behind him and behind the two of them hit for $26,500 earlier today. So I know what the boys are doing after the show. And if our next guest and friend was there, I know he'd be sitting down at the video poker or maybe Sigma Derby. That is Mike Samich. Of course, Beeson, a betting analyst and host. You can find Mike on Twitter at SomoBomb18. Uh, some lucky machines over there. Do you have a system when it comes to video poker, Mr. Samich? I don't. I've never been a big video poker guy. I just never never got uh, really entangled with it, even when I lived in Vegas. I will say my, my one video poker career was at Buffalo Wild Wings because they used to have a promotion there where if you hit four <laughs> of a kind with every number from two through ace, you got free wings for a week. And so early in the month, Lit. me and a couple buddies would go over there and we'd all start trying to hit it. And then like after, you know, maybe a week, we'd take whoever's card was best. And then we, whenever we went, we would only use that card and try and get those free wings for a week and then just absolutely go at it. We got there a couple times during the month. It was highly profitable from the wings eating perspective, not from the video poker perspective. It must be exhausting to like be around you as a friend consistently or be married to you because everything comes and Dustin's not in his head. So you know exactly what I mean, because like every decision in life is like probability and well, we can take a left here on this road, but statistically it shows your wife's just like, dude, just use the GPS. (laughs) I'm a ways guy. I, I, I give all of that away to ways. I have terrible directional sense. So I thank God for GPS. I would get lost if we were still living in the MapQuest era all the time. Yeah, but you definitely like are like, well, no. The thing is, when you wipe down the table with the Lysol, the positive EV way is left yes. to right, not right yes, to left. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Buying paper assume. towel is like I, a I big am. thing for Samich because he's like, why would you get the double stuff roll when the expect, expected value out of this paper towel is like, that's yeah, it why feels like it, Costco. Costco would be quite a trip with you as well. Yeah, I'm saying, why would I Samich? go to a grocery store where they don't let me do the double bag so then I have to split up and use more bags on more things they could potentially break? He's got an analysis on every situation. Facts. I, I definitely break down the per ounce cost of food. I will I will admit to that one, as well as the <laughs> per sheet cost for paper towels and for, for toilet paper. However, I choose to only act like this in like 25% of my life. But when it comes to money... It makes sense to be a little bit more analytical about it and save yourself a couple bucks. <laughs> it does. You're, you know what? That's a good retort. Dustin and I certainly haven't been, and that's an issue. Um, okay. Now, speaking of money, we can make some money betting uh, face-offs in the NHL. And this has become, this is what you do. You get stuck on something, and then you're going to keep going at that something until you figure it out. And you've been texting us this week. Fellas, face-offs, this might be my new thing. And I know you, you're now going to be, it's going to become your new thing until you perfect it. Let's talk about betting NHL face-offs. Yeah, let's talk about the opening face-off in the NHL. Kind of wild that this is uh, something that I I found that I think is a profitable angle that you can play in gambling. Uh, But when you look at it, every single book that I've seen that lists it, lists it either minus 108, minus 108 on each side, up to minus 115, minus 115 on each side. Essentially saying every opening face-off is a coin flip. Well, I massively disagree with that analysis of it. So if you go through and you've I've been tracking it for about three weeks now, I actually started betting it earlier this week. When you go through this and you look at it, you have significant statistical edges on opening faceoffs between certain players. So Sidney Crosby, for instance, everyone knows him, one of the best players in the NHL. He wins about 60% of his faceoffs. He's actually won the opening faceoff for the Penguin in five straight games. A couple nights ago, he was taking on someone who wins about 42% of their faceoffs. So a 60% guy versus a 42% guy, and you're laying minus 108 on both sides. That's a pretty easy bet to make. 
And when you extrapolate it out and you actually look through, okay, how does this do over a multi-week period? I'm clicking off around 63% right now on opening face-offs over that three-week period since I started analyzing it and looking at it. It seems like every night you get one or two of these where you can play it. Now, the reason the books just play it as, as a coin flip, they're not taking any real money on this. So they're not worried about, okay, do I need to worry about the opening face-off, for instance, tonight in the Rangers-Ducks game, which we'll get into in a second here. They're thinking of this as, hey, okay, it's just a random prop market. We're not worried about it. You'll see the limits anywhere from $100 to $500. If you bet a max bet, you're immediately moving the line on any of these. So you've got to be careful about how you uh, decide to get your money down and how much you want to get down per unit. Um, but if you are able to find a couple outs that offer it, and you're looking at laying even up to minus 115, you only have to click off at around 53 and 54% at minus 115 to make it profitable for you. And tonight, with the Ducks and the, and the Rangers, as I mentioned, we've got another setup here, which is phenomenal for the Rangers. There are two gentlemen who generally take the face-off here for them tonight are both over 55%. Leo Carlson is announced as the starter right now for the Ducks. He's 35% in the face-off circle. 35% versus two guys who generally win at a 55% rate. And you're looking at laying anywhere from minus 108 to minus 115 for the Rangers to win the opening face-off. And when you extrapolate even out further, Ryan Strom has taken four of the last five opening draws for the Ducks. He's only clicking off at around a 44% rate in, in face-offs. The two probable Rangers face-off centers are both at 55 and 56%. So even if we get the worst-case scenario, we still have a 12% edge in this face-off prop where you're only laying minus 108. I will take that all day, every day. Don't care if my max limit's 100. That is still long-term a wildly profitable thing to look at. And again, the books aren't paying attention because they don't really care because the limits aren't that big. And Let's be honest, not many people are betting opening face-offs. But these are the type of things where if you want to be successful long-term, if you can find these small edges and then take advantage of them over the long-term, you can become a profitable better. What constitutes an official victory on the face-off? Because let's say, for example, the puck comes down and it just kind of squirts away and nobody's actually gained control of it immediately. Is it the first person to actually get possession or control? How is that determined? First team to take possession of the puck. And you can, uh, if you go in the play-by-play -play listings on NHL.com or ESPN.com, the first play in the play-by-play -play will say X player wins face-off over Y player. You're also able to track it very easily because you know exactly who took the draw and which team was able to win that draw. The best part about your new obsession is that you can literally tell your wife, I'll be there in a minute. <laughs> just be there. You can bet every game in the early slate in the NHL. Wait two seconds and lit. And you know how when you tell your girlfriend or wife, I'll be there in a minute, it generally means in sports times, like 45 minutes for a game to end. But literally, once the, once the opening faceoff is over, it's time for dinner. Yeah, I just I need a red zone channel for the NHL so I can turn it on at four o'clock Pacific watch every opening face off and then turn it off again. It's all I need. Just this, just that little quick reward. And that's the other beauty of this. You don't have to sweat it for very long. You're sweating this thing for like two seconds and it's over and you're good to go. Go on with your day. I just want to say, it's Patrick, like, no, I don't know that feeling. <laughs> Instant gratification. No, the feeling of having to tell a significant <laughs> other that just a minute. <laughs> no, I, I know. I, I know. I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring you up. It's a Friday. It's the holidays. Um, and I want to bring myself up either. The, the, to further your point, this makes betting Yurfy and Nerfies feel like a full baseball game. <laughs> it's a lifetime versus the Yurfy and Nerfy. <laughs> it's, it's like a glacier bet compared to, wow. So, and, and there are select, when talking about books that offer this bet, and opening faceoffs one in the NHL, there are select. You can go to DraftKings and bet a few of these games as well as far as the opening faceoff, correct? Yeah, so it, it, the different books put them up at different times and choose to have certain games up and not have games up. So you do really have to look around. You have to put in some work to be able to get the edge. Uh, but generally, if you look about an hour before faceoff, all of the opening faceoffs will be up. And these markets don't get moved very much. So unless you're running into a game where I've already played it somewhere, uh, you probably won't see it moved at this point, just because I can't <laughs> imagine the handle on these is more than $1,000 total a night, which means that, again, it's one of those lines that the books just aren't paying that much attention to. This is, this is unbelievable from a creativity standpoint. Real quick on this game tonight, Mike, Rangers playing good hockey overall, Ducks the other way, 10 and 18, 10 wins up, uh, 18 losses. What do you think of this New York team in the Eastern Conference and anything in particular on this game tonight against the Ducks? Would you lay a potential goal and a half here? 
I, if I was looking to play the game, I would lay the goal and a half with the Rangers here. They've been playing significantly better hockey than this Ducks team. And the Ducks team, just not very deep, not able to score a ton of goals. That's going to be a problem when you go against a Rangers team, especially it's got a pretty good power play that's been clicking. So if I was going to do anything in the game here, I would lay the one and a half with the Rangers. Um, again, love the opening face off in this spot just because of the percentages. Uh, it, this would I one day we need the same game parlay where you can do opening face off and play the game at the same time, try and get some plus money on it. I know. Speaking of the NHL, I again, you you two can school us on it, but I know that the Bruins haven't been as of recently playing like they're generally playing and I know the Islanders are on a heater but if you can get close to even money at any point during the season on the Bruins isn't it kind of a blind bet I wouldn't go as far as a blind bet for me one of the big keys is who's going to be in the net what was the what was the, the previous games that these teams have played now the Bruins actually have two pretty good starting goaltenders so you don't have to worry about that as much with them uh, but this Islanders team has been playing decent hockey as of late. I mean, right now they're eight and three at home, 14 and seven overall. Uh, so they, they've been playing well early in this season. So this to me, isn't necessarily a blind bet. I didn't play this game personally. Uh, I would lean toward the Islanders at the plus money, but uh, it wasn't one I put in my account. I tend to agree with you, Patrick, especially when you look at the team from a defensive standpoint, with all due respect to Olmark and Swayman, they've been outstanding, but really it's the defense in front of them, Mike, to me, that's what limits the opportunities for the opponents. And even though Olmark won the Vesna last year, Patrick, you're absolutely right. This team is very good defensively. That's why you see such a short number tonight, total of five and a half, but Sorokin in net on the other side, Isles have won four in a row. Feels like the Islanders, even during this era of six and a halfs being posted regularly, have always been around that five and a half as far as totals, right? Like that's the one team. Are they are, are they are they playing the defensive trap like back in the day with the Devils, Samich? It's the goalie, man. He's been just he, he's been someone who's been in competition for the Vezina the last couple of years, playing well again this year. And they've never really had that explosive offense. You're not worried about them putting up five in a night very often. So uh, it tends to see the unders. And then this year's been a six and a half type number. So seeing a five and a half in a game like this, pretty surprising. Opening faceoffs. Leave it to Samich. He's all over it. He's going to perfect it by the time he's done. When we come back, we'll jump into week 15 of the NFL. Also, a little college bull betting next here. Sharp Money with Samich. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 